Dave. All right, Angus and Dave here. Now it's our 66th episode. And we've got a fun, action-packed day of hanging out in studio. And we're going to talk about toys. Yeah, this topic turned into a top ten. Now it kind of becomes the bulk of the show. All bulk of the show, your face. All right, we also do a movie review of a movie I got to pick. And we science the shit out of it. Also, it says here, Angus reads the cat in the hat to his kids. There was just a couple children, and I didn't read it. You recite the cat in the hat from memory? No, I've never read it. So you're just making shit up about a cat in a hat? Yeah, there's going to be chainsaws. Oh boy, so we're not on the road this week. We'll be on the road here in a couple right. weeks. Join us for a discussion about toys. No, namely, our favorite toys. On episode 66 of The, the David Angus Show. It's the Angus. It's That we played with while we were growing up, part one. Top five of David Angus, top five for you, for you. Angus and Dave here, chilling in my state-of-the-art studios. It's his basement with really gross carpet. How dare you, Dave? The carpet is very gross. Yeah, well, it came with the house, bitch. Right, well, today we're going to talk about our top ten favorite toys of all time. Yeah, there was too much easy-to-choke-on goodness to not do ten. It was a lot of fun looking at these. Yeah, putting this list together was a combination of using my brain, yeah. and then Tim made a list of toys that came out during the era I was alive. Right. So once again, science. Not even close. All right, David, let's start it off with your number ten. Now, for most of my childhood, my parents believed that toys should be educational. Yeah, your parents sucked about that. I'm sorry, Dave. No, I don't regret that. I'm yep. just saying all of Dave's toys suck. No, but they were meant to help me, you know, learn some stuff. They were meant to help you find a vocation so you could get the fuck out the house. You can look at it that way. I already can tell this is going to be a sad, sad uh, list. All right, well, my number 10 was a chemistry set. Oh, Dave. I had a good time with it. Goddamn, Dave. There's a reason Mattel's not selling chemicals to Chitra no more. Well, there's probably just not a demand for It's because of meth, Dave. Yeah, chem chemistry sets didn't equal math. It didn't help, Dave. Chemistry sets were filled with safe chemicals and mm. lots and lots of cool experiments right. you could do, and there was like lots of pieces. Yep. Nerd shit, nerd shit, Dave. A lot of my friends had chemistry yeah, 100% sets. 100% of people that had chemistry sets growing up that mm. played with them got beat up in school. Well, Search your heart, Dave. You know it to be true. Well, all my friends got bullied pretty bad. Yeah, it's tough to science yourself on the fly out of a fist fight on the playground, Dave. I don't know why you're acting all tough. You got your ass kicked on the playground, too. That's because I didn't sheeple like the other children. You and I are not the same. Are we done dwelling on the chemistry sets? That's just fucking sad. Right, well, I learned a shitload, and I did most of the experiments. Goddamn, I wish there was a locker around here I could shove you in just right I'd, now. I'd like to see you try it, Beanpole. Yeah, yeah, calm down. Number 10 for me. Yeah, favorite childhood toy. I wasn't super clear on the rules, so this is more of a vehicle. Okay. I feel like for a very brief time during the history of toy making, some very renegade companies made some fucking kick-ass sleds for children. Oh, sleds, yeah. Dude, there were kids in my school that took that shit fucking serious. I thought they were all gonna go pro. Right. Kids had helmets and sponsors. For sledding. I traded this kid for like a GTX yeah. sled. I don't know, but it was kick-ass. You could like drive it. Yeah, I know? remember, yeah. Those are cherished Angus memories. You may have forgotten that I had to get six stitches when you ran into me on one of those fucking things. Oh, yeah, I almost broke your ankle or yeah. something. You were a fucking menace as a child. Yeah. And more than the sleds, I always liked the inner tubes. Yeah, you were always weak. What the fuck ever? The inner tubes often went faster. My GTX super sled, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I'd say most of the time. Yeah, but my sled had pointy parts. I remember them very well. I gotta say, they got cool sleds for kids now, but there ain't no pointy parts. Yeah, that's because there's a lot of little Anguses running around. Shit, whatever, bitch. What's your number nine? All right, my number nine. Again, my parents were very much into, you know, educational toys. <laughs> most of Dave's toys came in a PBS tote bag. What the hell are you talking about? Your parents are disappointed in you. Right, well, anyway, they got me an erector set, and I thought that was 
the coolest thing. They were trying desperately to figure out what the hell you were good for. No, come on. They were like, chemist? Nope, too stupid. Yeah, probably. Then they thought maybe they had a little engineer on their hands. <laughs> no. Goddamn, Dave, your parents just gave you work for toys. Well, I used the erector set for what it was intended for a couple times. And the rest of the time, you just put things up your nose and butt, didn't you? I, no, of course yeah, not, you, but you I, did. you know, I you did. turned them into little spaceships and played Star Wars with them. Goddamn, Dave. But I enjoyed myself. To live in a time where there were Star Wars toys and to have your parents spy you that shit. I let my imagination no, be Nobody wants to hear it. We're already depressed enough, Dave. No, all right. It's my number nine. All right, let's hear it. Now, despite my dad being an old bastard while I was born, my mother was not. That's right. She's like 40 years younger than him. It's fucked up, Dave, and shut up. Right, but my mom hooked me up with cool toys when I was growing up. It was to compensate for the fact that my dad was always yelling at me and making me pick up dog shit. Oh, yeah, the dog farm. Fuck dog farms, Dave. Right, so you got lots of toys. I didn't say I fucking got lots of toys. I say I got some cool toys. I remember you having cool toys. That's probably how we started being friends, Dave. You used me for my cool toys. You were the only kid I knew that had a full Voltron. Yeah, I earned that because my dad was mean. Goddamn, dude. I said all that to say this. I spoil a couple of my kids with toys like crazy. Yeah, because their dad's something else. Now, the main reason is because the toys kids got today are fucking tight, Dave. <laughs> yeah, quite expensive, some of them, but very tight. Yeah, I've seen some of the weird shit you got now. now. Toy companies are masters at fucking with our children's heads, Dave. Right, well, they practiced on us and our parents, so yeah. Fuck yeah, but number nine for me is a toy I bought for my children. A ton of them, man. So many of them, they're called Bakugans. Those little ball transformer things. Goddamn, I got so many. I mean, my kids got so many. Um, aren't they like battle bots or something? I don't fucking know what you do with them. I just collect them, I, or he collects them, and there's so many, man. You have to have a couple hundred. Yeah, lately I've been, he's been buying, you know, backups for his set. This is the main reason you have so many kids so you can play with their toys, huh? To be honest, I've only taken three years off from playing with G.I. Joe's in my whole life. Okay, three years. I did not play with G.I. Joe's in high school. But then the children came. They've been continuously spaced out for a long time. Shut the fuck up, Dave. Right, so we're talking about Bakugans. They were a smart toy. That's an educational toy, Dave. You look at that thing and you're like, how the fuck did they do that? Right. And then you try and figure it out, and you break it. Okay. And you buy another one, and that's capitalism, Dave. Yikes. All right, my number eight. That's gonna make us all sad. I don't think so, but it was another educational toy. Oh, God, Dave's gonna tell us stories about how much he loved his calculator. No, but it was a Rubik's Cube. Oh, for... What? Dave. It's, Dave. One of, it's one of my favorite toys. Just because it existed at a toy store doesn't make it a toy. No, I mean, they had toilet paper in the bathrooms of Toys R Us, Dave. Is that a toy? I remember sitting around, you know, playing with that thing quite a bit. You call that shit playing? Absolutely. No, that was, once again, your parents trying to find a use for you. No, I remember when I figured out, the, you know, the sequence. It was really cool. No, they tried scientists. They tried engineering. Now they're like, well, can they put fucking blocks together? Whatever. You're going to shit on it. Whatever I say. So it doesn't matter. What's your number eight? Oh, boohoo, Dave. Something fun. How about that? A toy. An actual fucking toy, Dave. Okay, maybe these haven't been toys. All the things you've listed so far are like punishments to kids that had good childhoods, man. Erector sets are fun. Oh, Dave. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You're number eight. What is well, it? Some might be old enough to remember the little mini wrestlers. Oh, those little peach-colored fucking things. Watch your mouth, Rubik's Cube. Yeah, I remember you had hundreds of those fucking things. Yeah, and they were fun because they're toys, Dave. They didn't seem fun to me. What would Rubik's Cube Dave fucking know about fun? I don't know. You just collected them and then set them up. Well, the fun part was picking your favorite and then having, you know, a slingshot and then having that guy on the slingshot and then you'd sling him at the other ones. Okay, I never saw you do that. That's because you were too busy licking litmus paper. And picking your butt with scientific implements. Yeah, whatever, right? Little mini wrestlers. They were cool as fuck. I just remember you leaving them around and we'd step on them all the time. Yeah, most of the good toys hurt real good if you step on them. Right. All right, let's continue down this sad story of your goddamn childhood, Dave. Let's, what, what you got? Number um, seven. Definitely one of my favorite pastimes as a kid and all summer long we would play and even in the spring was wiffle ball. Wiffle ball. Yes. Goddamn, Dave. Was your number one toy like a fucking box the refrigerator came no, in? As far as sheer use, all we did was play wiffle ball during the summer. I didn't do that shit. You bitched about it back then. No, I'll say it was fun 
fun in the pool to play a little beanball. No, it was fun all the time. I don't think that's a toy, though. Again, uh, this is like 0 for 4 on toys, yeah, man. Whatever. All right, what's your number 7? Well, again, it's an actual toy. Right, right, right. And actually a whole genre of toys. Okay. It's Happy Meal toys. Well, that's right. You have a whole fucking box full of those things. I got so much cheeseburger Illuminati shit, Dave. I don't know why you keep all that shit. Well, apparently they were supposed to be valuable at some point, but goddamn, Dave. Yeah, none of those seem interesting to me. Well, they definitely don't hold up over time, but fucking A, remember getting a toy in a Happy Meal? I do, very rarely. There was some good shit in those Happy Meals. Well, dude, they had badass fucking Hot Wheels. Right. And these motherfucking McDonald's-based Transformers called Changeables. Okay, sit down. I know you like Pokemon, Dave. They've got lots of fucking Pokemon. Okay. Now, we're Beanie Babies. All right, we get it. You liked McDonald's growing up. They were fucking with our brains right under our parents' noses, Dave. I don't want to know what you're talking about. Right, give us your number six. All right, I, I know what you're going to say already. Well, here we go. Again, my parents' focus was education. Oh, God, this is a flashcard set. No, but it's a speaking spell. Oh, of course, Dave. No. Picks portable school. Whatever. That's that's Dave's favorite toy. No. Portable school. Oh, I love that. I, you can play hangman. What a sad day. What? Dave, we've talked about five of the top ten toys of your childhood, and not one of them is a fucking toy. We said video games didn't count, so Portable I school, Dave. But I love a speaking spell. It helped me spell better, that's for sure. Fuck, I'm sad. I appreciated my parents doing that. I wonder you were at my house all the time drooling over my shit. You did have cool toys. You'd use me for my toys. Yeah, yeah. what's your number six? Right, my number six, this would be a genre in itself, too. Okay. This would fall under the gag and or magical items. Okay. Now, I went through this phase. There was a store in Spokane that sold, like, gag things and magic shit. I remember giggles and smiles or something. Yeah, my mom was trying to get me to smile, and she bought a lot of shit in there. Uh, they had, the, like, the hand buzzers and stuff. They had all the shit, Dave. I remember one year when you didn't dress up like a ninja that you dressed up like a magician. Fuck yeah, I did. I had a top hat with a rabbit in it. It was a stuffed animal. I had magic rings that pissed me off. Magic handkerchiefs that were stupid. I even had magic handcuffs, Dave. Okay. But of all the things in the store that I found the most valuable for my life, <laughs> right. it was both fake poop and fake vomit. Okay. I dug through that store and I'd gotten some things that my mom wanted me to get, like some magic card shit. Right. I remember you doing card tricks for like six months. Yeah, my mom thought Penn and Teller was really cool. Um, they are really cool. Shut the fuck up, fucking Dave. What they are. But when I found fake poop and fake vomit in that store, it was good. No. Really opened up a lot of new options for my life. I remember you thinking a lot of stupid shit was funny. The fake vomit got me out of school six times before my mom realized it was fake. Oh, yeah. The fake poop only worked once. Yikes, dude. And we'll be right back after this. Hey, Scriptkeeper here to tell you about Scat Soap. Oh, it's fucking poop shape. We here at Scatcast tell a lot of poop jokes. It's insufferable. But we also know how to get you clean. This is the weirdest podcast. And I'm not fucking around when I say we actually sell soap. Wow, this poop soap actually smells really good. Yeah, Steve, we buy this shit from Amara B and pass the savings on to you. It's actually very expensive. Oh, fuck. I'm well, kidding. It's reasonably priced as fuck. What? I'm sleeping with the lady that runs the company. Oh, shit. Anyway, we really have soap. We have Dr. Schmoggy Scat Soap. And it really seriously looks like poop. <laughs> yeah. Quite the conversation starter, I guess. Or relationship ender. It's multi-purpose, Steve. Yikes. But we also have Dr. Schmoggy's Minoc Ejecta. Gross. And Gormac Poodoo. What the fuck is a Gormac? It might be Garmac. I'm very lazy. What are we doing with our lives? I'm selling soap with my podcast, Steve. Yikes. But I'm telling you, every time you use this soap, you can think about Scatcast and how we're making your butthole clean. Yikes. And proceeds of the soap go to me. What a great cause. Yeah, because the depression's coming and yeah. I want you guys to be clean. Mm -hmm. Be clean and listen to the mm -hmm. Scatcast. I will sell you soap and then I will make you feel dirty. No, I see what you've done. I'm an evil cunt, Steve. Yep. And if you think about it, I'm probably the only soap company that's ever advertised by saying I'm a cunt, Steve. I'm sure that won't haunt you in the future. <laughs> right? Wait, what? Nothing. Dr. Schmogie's Scat Soap by Scatcast. Ugh. Wash your dick and or lady dick with our podcast soap. What a weird world. Clean your junk with our shit. Top Favorite actual toys that we grew up playing with, part two. Top five of David Angus, top five for you, for you. 
Angus and the Dave here. And this is part two of our favorite toys. Yeah, we did 10 through 6, and Dave didn't understand the assignment. I understood just fine. Yeah, and he picked kitchen appliances or something. Whatever, my number five was a chemistry set uh, and an erector set. Terrible. A Rubik's Cube. Not a toy. A wiffle ball. 10 cents. And a speaking spell. Portable school. You can see Dave was fun at parties. Yeah, well, my number 10 was a turbo sled. That you terrorize the neighborhood with. Yeah. Then number nine was back of guns because they're fun, Dave. They do seem cool. My number eight was mini wrestlers. I remember your dogs eating them and shitting them out. Yeah, they did like those things. Yeah. Then I picked the exclusive McDonald's toys. Right. And then fake poop, fake vomit. Right. Mainly for the mileage I got out of fake poop and fake vomit. Yeah, you caused some straight up chaos. When you go to a Wendy's, you don't want to see diarrhea on the counter. No, you don't. All right, so Dave, I'm hoping that after we've done this now, that you'll give us some actual toys. I promise you I have toys coming. Well, here we are, our top five. As always, you start us off. What's your number five? I got my first kite when oh. I was a little kid, and I've always been a big fan of kites. Damn it, Dave. Don't moan and groan at me. I was a kite a toy. At the same time you were given fake poop, I was given a kite. It's, you know, it's just sad. I was flying a kite sad. It's basically saying to the world, who are you going to play with today? Oh, the wind. What? My only friend is air. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you certainly can't have other friends around flying kites, because your kites will tangle, Dave. Whatever, I've got some kick-ass kites. Dave's a nerd of the wind. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're six for six, Dave. No fucking toys. No, kites are amazing. Shut the fuck up. What's your number five? Oh, I don't know. Actual toys. Yeah, yeah you say that every time. Well, these are toys, Dave. They're called G.I. Joe's. Yeah, you definitely had a bunch of those. For like three or four years, that's pretty much all my mom bought me when my dad was being a dick. Yeah, you were the only kid I knew that had the aircraft carrier. Yeah, my dad was a huge cunt that year. I mean, those were pretty fun toys. Yeah, but... for a ton of Mooley military propaganda toys, they were kick-ass. Yeah, you had a few planes and a couple boats. I basically had my own G.I. Joe armada because my dad's a dick, Dave. <laughs> right. All right, what's your number four non-toy? Now, my number four is definitely a toy, and it's Legos. Oh, finally something on the toy scale, at least. Like an Angus approved. I mean, kind of, Dave, but are they really toys? I mean, they're building blocks. Right, so it's really more things just for your parents to see if you can follow directions and shit. Whatever, I enjoyed Legos. I still enjoy them. But they're not really toys. They're more models. Well, models you could play with. They're easily breakable models with thousands of pieces. Whatever, I love Legos. I'm so glad they existed, and they made my childhood wonderful. Well, it wasn't portable school and test tubes of sadness, so that's good. Right, what's your number four? Well, let's bounce over to talking about toys now. Goddamn. Let's talk about Transformers. Oh, yeah, you had a bunch of those, too. I cried a lot until I got things, Dave. Yeah, no way. But Transformers were the fucking shit. Now, they were smart toys. Yeah, who were the fucking engineers behind those things? Right. I mean, they had robots that turned into dinosaurs that turned into vehicles, Dave. Yeah, I don't think the Dinobots turned into vehicles. Whatever. I remember I had, like, the gun. Yeah, Megatron was the gun. Yeah, that shit looked like a gun kind of, man. Yeah. And it was hard to, like, switch them sometimes, but they were cool toys. Right, man. How do you feel about the GoBots? Get the fuck out of here with that malarkey. Not a fan of the GoBots. Yeah, a couple times my mom tried to bring home some GoBots and an Angus wouldn't have that shit. Only name brand for an Angus. Well, I didn't throw hissy fits on the toy store floor for garbage, Dave. Max, okay. Well, I remember playing with your Transformers quite a bit. Mm. All right, number three. You used me for my toys. Yeah, yeah. My number three was my bike. Your bike. Yeah. That's not a toy. It was a valuable tool growing up, though. We're doing a list of toys, Dave. Well, you did a sled. That's a vehicle. It was a seasonal snow rocket with stickers on it, Dave. My first bike had stickers on it. I feel like someone should have shown you what a toy was before we did this. I have toys on my list. Not so far, man. Whatever. My bike was my gateway to freedom as a kid, so. I won't disagree with that. Whatever, you didn't even ride your bike right. What do you mean I didn't ride my bike right? Because you would walk your bike up to the top of the hill yeah. and then run it down the hill right. so that your bike would bounce off the garage door of your neighbors. Yeah, I was running an experimental. Smashing your bike into their garage door. And Angus has always been into science. Now, one time their garage door was open and you just smashed up their garage. Yeah, and Angus doesn't do nerd science, Dave. He does action science. You mean get you thrown into juvie science? Yeah, I guess I broke some family heirlooms. I think the problem was you just kept doing it until you graduated high school. You know, I found it to be kind of like my happy place. Right. Okay, so let's see. Your, what's your number three? Well, growing up as a child of the 80s, right. there were many a cartoon slash toy lines directed at our eyeballs slash our parents' wallets. Yes, they were. And they were not equal. No. And they all wished they could be fucking He-Man toys. Oh, yeah. The masters of the universe. Yeah, before G.I. Joes and Transformers, and before video games fucking changed our lives forever, Goddamn right. my mom bribed me to behave with He-Man. Yeah, those were pretty cool toys. They were sizable. They were durable. 
durable. Right. They had accessories and you, you had like parts that would move, you know, like things that would like break and then unbreak and shit. Yeah, I remember that. It was like battle damaged He-Man. Right. And they had these fuzzy cats that they rode, man. I love just petting the fuzzy cats. Right, the battle cats. You know what? And She-Ra toys were pretty badass too. That's right. There was He-Man and She-Ra. Yeah, some of the She-Ra toys were actually better than He-Man toys. Yeah, I remember you had the Castle Grayskull and everything. Dude, I had a He-Man vehicle that would fire a dart at a pretty decent speed. <laughs> That's right. It became the instrument of a young Angus's first acts of chaos. Yeah, the first ones that you can remember. Yeah, I guess I was a tough toddler. I can only imagine. Right, what's your number two, David? Right, my number two are definitely toys. Yeah, we'll see about that Rubik's Cube. No, man, it's a tie. I know we can do that this time. Yeah, I'm allowing ties, but I'm not happy about yeah, it. Yeah, well, anyway, it's Hot Wheels and Micro Machines. All right, toy cars. Yes, I told you they were toys. And they are toys. Yeah. Unlike every other thing on your list. Yeah, whatever. I'm serious, Dave. You're sadly misinformed about what toys are. I couldn't pick between Hot Wheels and Micro Machines. At one point, Micro Machines, they were just the thing. I had all the, like, Bigfoot ones, you know, like the big monster tire ones. Yeah, I just thought they were great. Yeah, remember that fast-talking motherfucker that would sell those things to us? Oh, yeah. I found this some fucking common ground with you, Dave. I didn't have a ton of Hot Wheels, but I had some pretty cool ones. I remember you'd bring your pathetic little Hot Wheels collection in your pockets over to my house and play on my big, cool Hot Wheels toys. Yeah, you were the only kid I ever knew that had those big tracks with the big rings and shit. Wide, cool launchers. Yeah, you had stuff I'd never even seen before. I remember when you first came over to my house, you had only shitty Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah. Except for you had a Batmobile. Right, that's right. I remember being pissed at you because that thing would beat my cars on the tracks. That's right. I remember you buried it or something. Yeah, you'll never find that motherfucker. Right, you are an interesting dude. Never. What's your number two? Fucking Nerf guns slash super soakers. Oh, boy. Yeah, I got an arsenal of these motherfuckers. Yes, you do. And these are a godsend for parents. Oh, boy. I think it's the only socially acceptable way you can bop your chitron in the face is with a Nerf gun, Dave. Yikes, Some dude. of the calibers on these Nerf munitions are pretty big. I've seen your littlest run when you pull the damn thing out. They know daddy's coming with the heat when he pulls out the Nerf Gatling gun. I'm pretty sure mainly adults are buying toys at this point. I feel like Nerf guns are essential tools to parenting, Dave. Yeah. I can watch my chitron not mow the lawn from a good distance and snap them from a tree. Right. Nerf beanbag sniper rifle munitions will hurt, Dave. I'm surprised you haven't gotten full paintball yet. Well, I tried to, and I also lobbied for BB guns, but my wife said she'd leave yeah, me. Bojo's a very patient woman. Shut the fuck up, fucking Dave. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Nerf guns and or super soakers. Yeah, there's nothing like a blast of water in a backtalk in Chitron's face. Yikes. It worked on me, Dave, but they used the side end of a cold hose. I'm not sure it did work on you. Whatever, bitch. Let's do our honorable mentions. Right, well, I had quite a few. Well, don't fucking bore us to death. I had a cool microscope set. Oh, God. I had this cool toy called the Armatron. It was like a robot arm. God damn, your whole childhood was a sad after-school program at the ITT Technical Institute. I look back fondly at my childhood. Thank you. Think about toys, Dave. Did you have any toys that you liked? Um, there was a light bright. That's not a toy. That was a sign. Right, well, I had a yo-yo. Oh, I remember you were into that. I got pretty good at yo-yo for a minute. God damn, we all had yo-yos. Yeah, we did. Remember it's because I had that yo-yo squad perform at our school? Yes. It was like yo-yo team USA. Yeah, and then the next day, we all had yo-yos. I love how the public schools are like, let this company in and directly market towards our chitras. Right, well, we're very impressionable at that age. Yeah, fast forward four weeks and only dorks played with yo-yos. Yeah, well, anyway, those are my honorable mentions. Right, well, I feel like your yo-yo is not a toy. Nothing's a toy. I think basically Hot Wheels and Micro Machines were the only things that you mentioned that were toys. Okay. Okay, you ready for some toys, Dave? Yeah, what are your honorable mentions? Well, definitely Voltron. I had, like, all the Voltrons. Right, you're the only kid I know that could put them all together. Yeah, I had the Lion Voltrons, all of them. Right. And I had the Spaceship Voltrons. Remember that shit? Yeah, you wouldn't let anybody else play with them. Not with your grubby-ass booger-picking digits. Right, well, I remember it sitting there in your room. But also, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys are some pretty good ones. Yeah, I never had any of those. Also gotta give it up to BB Guns. Okay, so that's a toy. Yeah, shout-out to the cathartic chaos potential of that. Yikes. But enough of the honorable mentions. Let's finish this shit, Dave. What's your number one? Well, by far, my most favorite toys that I had growing up were remote control cars and helicopters. That's right. You had all that shit. Now, you'd come over to my house and just break those things. Yes, I would. I remember the Christmas that I got the one fucking RC car that I always wanted. Is that the one I drove into the street and the car ran over? No, that was summer. That was for my birthday. Oh. Now, for the Christmas, you broke off the antenna and you started hitting everybody with it. Well, I remember going through a Zorro face. Right, well, I broke the thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Boo-hoo, bitch. Ready for the best toy of all time? I am not, but you're going to say it, so let's hear it.
it. Well, it's a tie, and you already brought it up. Hot Wheels. Now you had all the Hot Wheels. Yeah, but I didn't really collect them like collectors do. I just like, played with them. Now you buried them and set them on fire. I set the stupid ones on fire like yours. Now I remember. But like I said, it was a tie. Right, Hot Wheels and Hot Wheels and WWF shit. Right, that was your bedroom forever. Yeah, they made some sweet fucking WWF toys. And you made your poor mom buy you just about every one of them, didn't you? That seems to be how it worked out, Dave. Um, I remember you had big ones and little ones. I had every variation of Hulk Hogan in size that's possible to man. Yeah, you had Hulk Hogan pillows and drapes. Remember my Hulk Hogan PJs, Dave? Yeah, you had WWF lampshades. There was a whole WWF bedroom set, Dave. Try and keep up. I remember even as a little kid thinking that was pretty excessive. Right, well, there's one more tie, Dave. Now, you had a three-way. How dare you, Dave? And yes, Star Wars. That's right. Often I would pit the Star Wars against the G.I. Joes, Dave. Yeah. The Star Wars would win because Space Magic, Dave. Right, I remember you had some of those cool toys there, too. Fuck, we had cool toys growing up, Dave. Yeah, we did. I mean, you didn't at all, no, but the, in general, we did. Yeah, yeah. Recap, my top five toys were a kite. Not a toy. Legos. Barely a toy. My bike. Not a toy. Hot Wheels slash Micro Machines. Finally, Dave gets the assignment. And remote control vehicles is my number one. Right, which is more of a hobby and less of a toy, but whatever, Dave. I'll agree with you on that. Right, so you'd agree you pretty much fucked off on this list the whole time. Why don't you give him the recap of yours? G.I. Joe shit, Transformer shit, He-Man, She-Ra shit, Nerf gun shit, what WWF shit, Hot Wheels shit. There you go, Dave. And also Star Wars shit. If the autonomously put some bullshit on the TV for me to buy, I would badger my mother until she bought it for me. Yikes. She gave in quick, Dave. Right. There was a Hot Wheels around every corner in the 80s. Right. Well, this has been weirdly dark. Well, this shit did get weird. Now, and by the way, board games and video games were my favorite things growing up, mm. and they didn't count as toys, according to Angus. They sure as fuck down. Also sports, yeah. but, you know, I got wiffle ball in yeah. there. You were able to miss the mark the entire time. Yeah, whatever. But now on to some other bullshit. Oh, everybody eats some bugs, eat some bugs. Everybody eat bugs, eat some bugs. You should eat some bugs, eat some bugs. Yummy, yummy, those bugs, eat some bugs. Message brought to you by the World Economic Forum. Fuck you. Bow before us. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews from David Angus to you. Movie reviews. Fucking they're real good too. I watched a movie for you. Listen to me. Let the alphage commence. All right, Angus and Dave here. Movie review time. Yeah. And for the first time on the show, I allowed for a Dave movie. Right. So it's not going to be fairly treated at all. No, it's certainly not. In fact, I used to think that you liked this movie. Yeah, but now that I know that you love it, Dave. You're going to shit all over it. How dare you? We're going to use science and we're going to alpha this bitch. Right. Well, Angus and I were tasked with watching a movie and I picked Titan AE. And I like sci-fi and I like cartoons. And this one had all the ingredients. Yeah, it came out in June of 2000. And it is well made. Yeah, the animation is fantastic. Yeah, they spared zero expense. Except for maybe marketing the movie well. Right, well, tell us about your movie, Dave. Well, it was directed by both Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. Teach us, Dave. Well, together, they made things like The Land Before Time, mm. The Secret of Nim, An American Tale. Oh, sad shit. Big epic adventures. All dogs go to heaven. So basically, Sith Lords of making Chitrons and their parents cry. Yeah, I guess. But top-notch people made this movie. Yeah, and it's got a great cast, too. Yeah, Jim Brewer's in it, man, and he kicks ass. Yeah, that's right. Also, there's uh, Matt Damon. Right. Bill Pullman. Lone Star. Fuck yeah. John Languizamo. Right. Nathan Lane. Right. Janine Garofalo. That's right. And Drew Barrymore. Right. Doesn't that entire cast sound like an NPR fundraiser. But nothing, Dave. Tell us more about this movie. I picked this one because it's one of my favorites, and I feel like it's very underrated. Right, because I spent a fuckload on this movie, and then it didn't make any money back. Yeah, the budget is between 75 and 90 million. Right. And it only made about 36.8 million in the box office. God damn. Yeah, it bombed pretty hard. It's not because Titan NPR was preaching at everybody, was it, Dave? You just watched the movie with me. What was it preaching about? Nihilism. Whatever. It's a movie way ahead of its time. Yeah, the animation's amazing. And so is the voice acting and the story. Mm. I think it was pretty damn good. Well, tell them a little bit about the plot. 
Mark Damon. Well, the movie follows a young man named Cole. Matt Damon. And he starts off as a young boy with his father. Then a bunch of sci-fi shit goes down. Right, the Earth is destroyed shit. by aliens. Right. And then humanity is scattered throughout the stars amongst a bunch of other aliens. Right. Who are not exactly friendly, but not exactly hostile. It's all very complicated. Well, eventually, Cole figures out that he's the center of a mission to save humanity. Yeah, he's got a star compass on his jerking hand. Next, I'd jerk it with a star compass. And anyway, his father was a genius and he dies. Right, there's a daddy genius. And there's a lot of fun characters. There's a captain and his crew. Team NPR. And the enemy are very, very unique, called the Dredge. Weird space shit. And the idea is... Team NPR is going to restart humanity. No, not that at all. It's not that at all. It's very convoluted. No, no one knows. It's not a convoluted story. Some people will think it is. Some people won't, Dave. Right, well, it's one of my favorites. Right, well, what the Rotten Tomatoes people give it? Um, the professional critics on the tomato meter gave it 50%. All right, damn, all right. And then what the uh, audience give it? A little bit higher, 61%. Right, and how many bowls of chili did you give it, Dave? Well, I'm biased, and like I said, it's underrated in my mind, so I gave it uh, five stars out of five. You're saying this is a perfect movie? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I enjoyed it as much as I could enjoy a movie. Right, well, I thought Jim Brewer did a fantastic job. Right. And Tone Lowe was a shit. Right, he plays a character called Tech. John Leguizamo's character's hilarious. Right, it's an excellent movie. Well, you'd like to think that, Dave, but let's let science decide. Let's alf this bitch. Alfin' some shit. I'm gonna alf some movies so everyone knows the science. Dave. I did want to add that Titan AE was produced and directed by some interesting folks. Well, you mentioned the directors were the people that made us saddest, Chitra. Right, well, the producers were, you know, Joss Whedon was one of them. Yeah, everything turned out fine with him. Well, Ben Edlund, the creator of The Tick, was one of them. Oh, I like The Tick. And, and also John August, who made uh -huh. Frankenweenie and, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Big Fish from 2003. Or whatever, movie people made movies. Well, very talented screenwriters and producers. So on paper, this all should have worked. I think it did work. Well, the reviews were mixed. Yeah, they were pretty mixed. Well, now we do the science. Yeah, right. For one alf, does it make sense to an Angus? It's pretty easy to follow. No, it's not. Well, there's some backstory. And Angus grants a quarter alf. Oh, come on. All right, fine. I'm doing an alf, too. I give one alf. No, you can't just alf. I'm alfing. You're fucking up the science day. No, I grant one alf. Ridiculous. Quarter alf. Number two, does it engage an Angus continually? Yes, I give it one alf. Oh, you're not hearing the question, Dave. Does it engage an Angus continually? Mm, right. Which I guess one half alf. A half alf. Point five alves. Right, well, I give it one alf. Right, don't listen to Dave's pseudo-alfing. Yeah. Number three, does an Angus give a fuck about the characters? Um, all the characters were great. Oh, I was really directed towards 12 to 17-year-old boys, Dave. Well, so Star Wars. Don't fuck your own face and also so what? So what? That's what I'm saying. What's your point? Well, I'm not a 12 to 17 year old boy, so I didn't give a fuck about that shit, Dave. Whatever. Did I give a fuck about the characters? About a half an hour. Right, well, I give it one full hour. What's my 1.25 to your three? Yeah. Your crazy three. That's right. On to the fourth alf. Does it stimulate an Angus's emotional? I saw you fighting back the tears. I will grant this movie that. It gets a one alf. Yeah, definitely. It was made by the people that made all dogs go to heaven. It should definitely be able to make you cry. Well, I give it a full alf. So do I. All right. And this leads to our final category. Would I watch it again? Would I recommend? I'm recommending it to all of you now. I'm with you on that one. I would also give that. You're granting the full out. It is done very well. And why are you so against it? Remember, because you like oh, it. That's right. So overall, the science says it's a 3.25 of a movie. Right, but I gave it five out. That's pseudo out. Right, but that triggers the extra bonus stuff. I'll humor a Dave. Right, but these are ridiculous. Yeah, does Titan AE make an, a Dave no. want to punch a baby in the face? No. It does it give me high levels of joy, like beyond what a movie should? No, not well, really. So not a tenth of an out. No. All right, I respect your science. -in. Yikes. All right, number two, would you be inspired to call people to tell them about it? No, not really. Goddamn. I just don't know why I would do that. All right, so for the final tenth of an hour, would you, you know... Would I lose my mind over the movie? Would it drive you to punch a baby in the face with glee? Nope. All right, so a 5.0 for Dave on the Alps. Yep. And then the actual science is 3.25, as I've dictated. Yeah, whatever, I'd recommend you guys, if you guys like sci-fi or whatever, it's a very good movie. Yeah, I liked it a lot until Dave kissed his ass. Yeah, whatever. The science has spoken, Dave. No, it hasn't. So let it be watched, so let it be off. Right, now let's move on to something else. Yeah. Alfing some shit. We off some movies so that you would know if they're good or not. You're welcome.
This is Brock Sampson, and you're listening to David Angus on the Scatcast Network. Once again, Angus Blackburn Jr. is going to tell some bedtime stories to his children and probably scar them for life. And if you listen, you know, the same thing could happen to you. So don't say we didn't fucking warn you. All right, you little shits, it's time for stories. Mm-hmm. Don't pout at me. What story you want? Mm-hmm. Cat in your hat, Daddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know Cat in your hat. Mm-hmm. Cat in your hat, Daddy. All right, we're adamant about Cat in your hat. Mm-hmm. Cat in your hat. You want a story that I don't know? Cat in your hat, Daddy. All right, here we go. Cat in your hat. Yes. All right, once upon a time, there was a cat. And his name was Turbo Kitty. And like all cats, it was an asshole. Asshole. That's right, and it had a favorite hat that it would wear because it's a you know smart cat. Turbo Kitty doesn't wear no. a hat. This isn't our Turbo Kitty. This is Turbo Kitty make believe. Okay, yep. make believe. So just picture Turbo Kitty wearing a Yankees hat, okay. but fake Turbo Kitty. Okay. All right. So on with the story. Turbo Kitty. So this cat in a hat. He was actually a small time criminal for a small time mob boss. Mob boss. Yeah, he, mob yeah, he worked for a low life bad guy. Now these bad guys were called the Tomcats, Tom and their enemies were called the Bobcats. Bobcats. So Turbo Kitty, he did his job for the Tomcats, man. He did low level stuff. Okay. You know, he'd sell the good milk. Good he'd sell that science diet, special diet shit, yeah. but without a veterinarian's prescription. Oh. But then one day, the boss of the Tomcats came to him and said, I want you to start selling catnip to the kittens. Oh. And Turbo Kitty was like, no. He said no. He said no. And you know what happened then, Chitrin? Well, then the mob boss ordered his goons yeah. to put Turbo Kitty's paw in a wood chip. Yeah, there was blood and bones. <laughs> but check it out. <laughs> Turbo Kitty was friends with, like, a science kitty. Science kitty. So with the help of science kitty, Turbo Kitty had a chainsaw attached to where his little kitty power used to be. Science Kitty gave Turbo Kitty a chainsaw paw. And after a couple of weeks of Eye of the Beagle training, vengeance would be Turbo Kitty's. That's right, Chetron, vengeance. Oh, and by the way, the mob boss kidnaps Turbo Kitty's girlfriend, too. And so with his chainsaw paw, he loads up on guns. And you know he's got his favorite hat. That's why he's the cat in a hat with the, you know, chainsaw paw. Don't you want to find out how bad of a motherfucker the cat in a hat is? You want to find out how he's like, and he kills like 15 guys with like one, and they storms the bad guy's mansion and he kills like 35 more guys like no, at the end there's like 70 other guys and he has to kill them all and he's like chainsawing guys like, please stop daddy no and then he thinks he kills the bad kitty the mob boss but he's about to get the girlfriend kitty and then she stabs him because she's actually the mob boss's boss girlfriend? and the cat in the house girlfriend is actually the mob boss's mob boss that's stupid daddy no and then he kills everyone because that's what he's got to do right that's how he saves the day but he doesn't like stab her he blows up the whole house and he walks away with a big explosion behind him it looks all badass and you know that's such a real cat in your head daddy yeah, I told you I never read that shit you want mommy yeah here we go this is Angus Blackburn Jr. Conspiracy Corner Angus and Dave here. And we're once again in the Spokane Valley eating at the Thrifty Scotsman. And they still don't like my haggis joke. I'm surprised you're allowed back in from the last time. Well, I'm a very good customer. Yeah, define good. I've eaten a lot of cheeseburgers. Whatever. We talked about toys today. Yeah, we learned that you don't know what toys are. Now, like I said, video games was kind of my main thing. And you were also a board game guy. Still am. For fun, you did games that were named after being bored. They weren't board games. Bored. Like a flat board. Well, really, all this time I thought they meant board games like they're boring, and I thought they were boring too. Yeah, and now we know that about you. Well, obviously now everyone knows that I was spoiled rotten by my mother. Yeah, she went in spurts, I guess. It's complicated. Let's not do that. Right, well, basically, Angus had all the toys. Well, part of her idea was that if she got me all the cool toys that I wouldn't want to venture out of the house, yeah. and therefore she would save a bunch of money on daycare. Yeah, you were left alone way too young. Well, she wasn't right, but, you know. Now you'd sneak out to my house or somebody else's house. Well, I've been the chaos for a long time. Yeah, I know. But since we were talking about toys, I wanted to bring up a conspiracy. Mm, I don't want to. Now, let's talk Toys R Us, Dave. Now, what a wonderful place. Oh, yeah. Let me guess it was Super Illuminati or something. Oh, it totally was. Any company that has a backwards letter in their fucking logo, they're 
they're Illuminati as fuck. Okay. Well, what I heard is that somebody really high up at Toys R Us, oh, here we go. he somehow got into the corporate executive position with like a conscience. I don't know how that happened. Right. It never fucking happens, but it happened. Okay. And he was invited to this eyes wide shut, you know, orgy for the devil. Okay. And while he was rubbing shoulders with multidimensional reptilian shapeshifters, yeah. one of the reptile aliens was like, fuck it, let's show him. Okay. It was George W. Bush, probably. Um, the reptile. That's how the story goes. Yeah, why not? And while this reptilian shapeshifting alien takes the fucking CEO of Toys R Us into a time machine, Dave. Okay. And they go to 2031. Okay. Now, this subreddit I read about this that no longer exists, right. it doesn't say what the CEO saw. Okay. It says nothing of what he saw in the future. All right. But when he came back. And he came back to what year? A couple years before Toys R Us went out of business. Okay. He immediately said, no video games in my stores. What? And he banned Teddy Ruxpin's, too. What? Yeah, he was pushed out, but, you know, they didn't get on the video game train early, the Toys R Us. That's right. They let the market kind of slip through their fingers. Yeah, because that CEO or vice president or something, he was somewhere high up. According to a Reddit subreddit. A pretty credible subreddit. Okay. The vice president, or I don't know, maybe he was a secretary of treasury. What? Of, of Toys R Us Co. The secretary of the treasury of a company. Shut up, Dave. He was high up. He was like in charge of shit. And he was like, no video games. No. And they were like, fuck that. Whatever. And they pushed him out. But it was too late. Yeah, other places got the video games Ridiculous. and Toys R Us collapsed. No, I think they were hemorrhaging money anyway. And I don't think they were able to compete with Amazon. Whatever, bitch. Well, does your conspiracy thread say what happened to the guy? Or the CEO? Yeah. Well, he's seen the shapeshifting reptilian alien stuff. Right, they showed him the future. So I think he went mad. Okay. Some people say that the future's so bad because of the video game stuff. I get that that's kind of the point of whatever that stupid story was about. I fucking love video game stuff. Right, so do I. I don't want that conspiracy to be true. Oh, I'm almost 100% certain it's not. But what if it is, Dave? I don't even know what that conspiracy was about. It's very flimsy. Dude, the dude from Toys R Us went to the future. He saw the future and he pulled shit off the shelves and then he ruined his career and then they threw him into the garbage, Dave. And that's why Toys R Us went out of business. Yeah, but he tried to warn us or something. I don't remember. I feel like there's big details missing from this well, whatever. I was drinking when I read this, but I'm not sure. What was the bullshit about the Teddy Ruxpin? Right? This future sounds fucked up. I can't imagine a link between the future and Teddy Ruxpin. I know, but it's gotta be fucked up, right? I have no fucking idea. Alright, well that's my Toys R Us conspiracy. Well, that's one of the dumbest ones you've come up with. Whatever, Dave. There's reptiles, there's time traveling. I'm stupid. Plus there's ominous Teddy Ruxpins, Dave. Right, well I don't believe any of that shit for a second. Weak sauce, Dave. Whenever I say we end the show. Whenever I say we get this guy some no. haggis. You no. got some haggis in the back, right? No, stop. Let's get him some... He wants to eat haggis. I guess I've been flipping you off since you came in here. It really is my favorite restaurant in town. All right, well thank you guys for listening to our show. Yeah, we're going back on the road here pretty quick. We've actually been doing some traveling between recording sessions. Yeah, we're doing too much sports ball already. And we've also got a trip to Washington, D.C. plan. I'm going to run around the National Mall. Oh, boy. Illuminati town. Yikes. But next week, we're going to be in the studio again. going to do other shit. We'll, I don't know. We'll preview a few things. Probably. I don't know. I'm going to eat cheeseburgers, Dave. Right. And we're going to get him some haggis, no. right? God damn it. All right. Well, thank you guys to our litter mates. For all the Patreon folks, fat cats. Yep. Info at scatcast.com to write to us. Yeah, and thanks to all the cool cats and kittens that, you know, <laughs> smear scatticles. I don't know. Until we meet again on another Dave, Dave and Angus show. show. Let's get him some yep. animal intestines. It's it's Bing bong. Have you kicked yourself in the dick today? No. Kick the dick.